on last week's Irrevelations. Something, something, use wisdom, something, something, discerning, something, something, fools are foolish, something, something, wise men are wise. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. Are you calling me out? Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. Another another little dab. You know, be like, hey, man, you'd seem a lot smarter if you'd shut the f*** up. It says a false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will not go free. Last I checked, Hillary Clinton, still not in prison. Yeah, being rich is cool because you can, like, pay for favor and help you out. Whereas a poor person, all they're good for is sex. A foolish child is a father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like the constant dripping of a leaky roof. A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Sleep should be something that refreshes you so you can start your day and get to getting. If you're the kind of person that's like napping at three o'clock in the afternoon between bouts of Netflix and masturbation, that's a real problem. Oh, man. We can't let Sierra listen to this episode. Before we turn to the world, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. For the Journal of American Psychoanalytic Association. On Sounds Having Whiteness by Donald Moss. Okay. First published May 27th, 2021. Uh, so what, like two, three weeks ago? Okay. Two, three weeks ago, I guess. So this is already old news, but okay. The abstract of the uh, article. Okay. Whiteness is a condition one first acquires and then one has. A malignant, parasitic-like condition to which white people have a particular susceptibility. The condition is foundational, generating characteristic ways of being in one's body, in one's mind, and in one's world. Parasitic whiteness renders its host's appetites voracious, insatiable, and perverse. These deformed appetites particularly target non-white people. Once established, these appetites are nearly impossible to eliminate. Effective treatment consists of a combination of psychic and social historical (laughs) interventions. Such interventions can reasonably aim only to reshape whiteness's infiltrated appetites, to reduce their intensity, redistribute their aims, and occasionally turn those aims toward the work of reparation. Hmm. Um, there is not yet a permanent cure. Uh, I so, think there is. It's called, <laughs> it's called the ultimate solution. Uh, yeah. The final solution. Uh, I guess my side, question baby. is, when is whiteness going to be in the DSMR? I think it is. That was it, right? Well, that's a some guy's article. It's it's just a it's just a proposition. But. Yeah, but what's the difference? I mean, if a psychoanalyst <laughs> writes an article, isn't that what the DSM is anyway? Yeah, you got it. If one guy just says like, that it's it's in. 
Well, like five of them agree, oh, now it's in the DSM. They're all fucking lunatics. <laughs> Except for Donald Moss. I like where he's going. Donald Moss is guy. I wonder what his, uh, I wonder what his thoughts guy, are on right? trans athletes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely I, a white guy. Do you think? Uh, yeah. I wonder. Um, I'm going to look it up. He's like the that uh, famous photo of that father and son uh, that were walking around oh, in like with the, slave gear to like yes. payback. That yeah. I definitely think that the best reparation All for right. slavery would be more slavery. Uh oh shit, he is a white guy. Let me look at these images. I told you, dude. I oh, fucking said it. God, maybe the <laughs> whitest man that ever lived. He looks like fucking. Um, he looks like. Uh, oh god, he looks like. Um, uh, who was the guy that played Lex Luthor in the new Superman? Oh, uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. He played Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he looks like an aged Jesse version. Eisenberg. Jesse, he looks like Jesse Eisenberg's character as Lex Luthor, but like yeah. aged 50 years. Like bald, nice. weak-chinned, just mayo. I mean, but, uh, this is what happens, folks, when you're afraid to commit, like, cut yourself, you know, or right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's in the New York. It's in the New York Post. NYC psychoanalyst calls whiteness incurable parasitic like condition. That's uh, funny. I mean, there's a lot of truth to what he's saying, right? You think um, so? Not. Is it an individual psychological phenomenon? I would say uh, probably not. Maybe for some individuals. Obviously not across the board. Could you call whiteness a disease that's affected the Earth on like a macro scale? Yeah, probably could. I think. Do you think? I mean. I think when you call it whiteness, I I think there's such an idea and there's already terms out there for like sort of widespread hysteria and kind of groupthink and and maybe even culture kind of baked into that where it's like there, there becomes a mentality that spreads into people based on their association with other like-minded folks as they break up into striations, race being one of them, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, like, like, the whole MAGA thing and like people storming the Capitol and shit. And they're like, yeah, this is us. And you're like, I don't know. You, you could, you could probably make the argument that, um, intense sort of extremist views could be considered parasitic, you know, flat earthers. I would put in that category. Well, I'm talking more about like colonization, like a more historical perspective, but, and, and, and more recently since, you know, um, that's having to become more of a subterfuge mm-hmm. situation versus an all-out, you know, oh, I'm putting my flag here, you're my people now, you're right. going to make it's, me, it's you're going like to mine diamonds for me. Depose yeah, the now, Iranian Correct. Yeah. It's definitely more uh, liberalized and happy now, and everyone can, you know, put the fucking gay flag on their Halliburton logo, right. and it's cool as shit. So I think that it's still there to some extent. It's different now. And yeah, most of the people that are really into whiteness now are fringe. Like they're becoming more like, for instance, hoteps or whatever. You know, like. What the fuck is a hotep? What? They're like uh, the black supremacist people that are like, oh, Uh, we're all, we're kings and we're all pharaohs and uh, shit like that. Um, And they believe that like whites are the demon spawn that were made to like by Satan and that the lack of melanation is like sign of corruption and all this. It's like white, there's orcs. plenty of white people that believe the opposite. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, cause like there's all the like crazy ass. I don't know. The, f- the fact is that like, and whiteness isn't just, doesn't just affect like white people's brains in terms of like white supremacists, but like lots all over the world in Asia and Africa, all over the place, like being lighter, it's mm-hmm. sought after. There's like skin bleaching treatments that people get. It's, it's sick shit, and it's all it ties into this idea of like being lighter, being more white. That that, that 
because of the way colonization happened, it set up these like beauty standards based on European stuff, I would say a little bit. So this sure. is, we're getting a little French, but I'm right. just saying the man's not crazy crazy. He's just like a, maybe <laughs> exaggerating a little bit. I, I, I don't know. I didn't read the full paper. I only read the abstract, sure. which is... Yeah, I'm, why the fuck would you read anything Often, Often is enough, because I don't know if you've ever done like meta-analysis on like scientific any pa- journal. It's, any paper I've not, ever read is... Fun. It's masturbatory. They always are. Even the most hard science of them are fucking awful. Well, I'd but- be interested. I honestly would be interested in, in how he – because he's obviously got, I guess, some scientific qualifications. So yeah. I would be I'd, – I'd probably bet any money that if you, like, dip down into the, the paper, there's, like, statistical breakdown. There's probably, yeah. like, actual things where like I'd be like – <clears throat> Where his conclusions are coming I'd from. I'd be curious. He's like, okay, so we did a random sampling of the Greenwich Village, and we noticed how many people had chihuahuas. And then we put and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, chihuahuas well, yeah, obviously mean, is directly correlated to whiteness, i.e. white Hispanics. And you're just like, where is it? You know, like, I would love I would love it if that was in the paper. You know, I wonder if I still have access to Texas State's library. I might be able uh, to we'll check for you real quick. Check it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I'd be curious. I'd be curious as to, like, how he fills the gap. Because it sounds like just a Twitter prompt. But yeah. if he's actually submitted an actual legitimate paper for peer review, I'd be curious to see it. Yeah, but, just um, to read that method section. See yeah, what just, <laughs> just to see his, see his breakdown. I want to see his materials. He's like, well, I did is I talked to eight gay men and 19 uh, straight white men. And then I, you know, did a d- 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 directed. Yeah, I want to see a science fair presentation. Yeah. Uh, I I wonder like I I I I'm, the more I think about it, the more I wish I had read the whole paper because I want I want, now I have like specific questions I want to know what he means by quote unquote whiteness because I and this is like maybe just kind of like racism in general and stereotypes I'm sure it's all is that but like I remember I was talking about like um I, I was like talking to, like a coworker yeah hey, what's the name of the article real quick <sighs> let me um. If you Google his name, David Moss, psychoanalyst, Donald Moss, psychoanalyst, it comes up. But um, okay. Although there's another Donald Moss who was like on Twitter, is like I noticed that there's another Donald Moss out there with some crazy fucking paper. That is not me. So um, nice. It's literally called on having whiteness. Um. And I don't know if this is the DOI organization. I, I don't really understand how DOI regular. It's ten point one one seven seven, and then it's like eighty numbers that I'm not going to read out. But on having whiteness by Donald Moss. Sounds cool. But like, I'm Donald, curious what they mean I, I'd by whiteness. I'd like to have a whiteness. beer with them. Like, it, well, my point was like, I was talking to a coworker, and I was like, hey, I don't know, man, Hispanic women's are like, we were, t- I don't know, talking about fetishes, and I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, like that's why I would never date a Hispanic woman. I was like, why wouldn't you date a Hispanic woman? He's like, you know, with what? those purple eyebrows and the fucking cholo tattoos. I was like, well, that's that exists, but that's not really representative of the entire Hispanic subgroup of people, which, by the way, sure. relates to an entire continent. Like, it's not a, you know, uh, you would only find that in like, I don't know southern los angeles like it's just such a weird thing to like fixate on but yeah that's why i don't like hispanics because they, they're always wearing their low riders and their their uh, their their cholo like yeah I, I mean that exists right but that'd be like i don't like white people and you're like why because trailer parks you know and they're always like fucking banging their cousins well and they, you know, i mean that's like, obviously well, that, yeah that it's fine that exists but that's it's not a- that's funny, too, because that's, like, the most benign form of whiteness. Well, super trashy and unattractive, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> meth or whatever um, is, like, the kind that, like, doesn't really hurt anyone besides themselves, mostly. Yeah, the meth heads versus, are, are – the meth yeah. heads are – well, I mean, yeah, they'll steal your car. But uh, I don't, yeah, like, Also, I don't want to cr- crush your, your hopes on this uh, article. I just found it. 
scroll through the whole thing. The only like analytical part is based on two personal clinical case studies, like of oh, his patients. Oh, what a so, loser! No, he's not even. A and it's like Fuck. it's like, per- and then there's there's so there's a small section, case one and case two, Mister A and Mister B or whatever, and then there's this huge section on like my personal introspection that's like ten times longer <laughs> than that. It looks awful. When as so. I took a moment to understand why I'm responsible for all the wrongs in America. Yeah, know, I thought like, yeah, well, at least he's owning up I to assume. that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he should. Uh, why, all white people should kill themselves. But uh, the, the Mayo side starts at home. Yeah, that's what I've always. That's said. what we've got to do. You know. Remember that lady who I, I bring this up a lot. The lady who nailed her kids' uh, hands to the ground and they kicked their heads to death. Like <laughs> yeah, I know you do mention that a lot. But what's the what's the context? It's, well, it's such an evocative image. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really, where the Mayo side starts. Really captured the zeitgeist, the real spirit of the times. That one. That was. Uh, yeah, that's twenty twenty one. And know, listen, if you're a person of color and your partner's white, you need to kill your kids. Yes, because yes. they have too much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bundle white. that into a lot of like crazy shit. I don't know it, it, that kind only of white. I, I, the only the only white percentage that I'm okay with is if you're like a white quadroon, then it's okay. Oh jeez, yeah. Then, okay. <laughs> any more than that though? Yeah, I, uh, I'm always getting in trouble because I'm mixed, right? <clears throat> yeah, and, and I too would much call white, my, by the way. Yeah, yeah, too, too much white, too much white in that mixture. Yeah, but I would describe myself as mestizo, which I thought was the term. And like oh, people okay. are like, oh, that's a derogatory term. I'm like, well, is like mulatto a derogatory term? And they're like, yes. And I'm what? like, is quadroon a derogatory term? They're like, yes. <laughs> like, and I'm like, worse. so if I call a person a fucking Oreo, is that a problem? But they're like, yes, all these things are fucking <laughs> awful. And I'm like, I don't understand. I just thought this was, uh, what am I? And they're like, I, so am I not a coconut? Is that not how, is that not how you would describe I feel me? Like I don't you're understand. Allowed, is this derogatory? If you're describing yourself, I don't think anyone's allowed to tell you no. But I just, unless I don't know. I just, unless I you're just, just some white guy calling yourself the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, I don't know. If I, it was like, if I called myself a mayo, uh, a mayo moid or whatever, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I never thought of, to me, it'd be like, yeah, I'm calling this person, you know, white or black or whatever. And it's just a straight up description of them. I don't understand how that's like an insult. If I call, you know, if I call, if I, if I say that person's mestizo, yeah. Like, Whoa! What the fuck? I'm like, yeah, he's half Mexican, half white. Like, what's the, what's the issue? You know, I'm mestizo. I don't, I don't, I don't think anything. Yeah, of I think it's some factual, of those words right? are okay. I think there's some. I think quadroon maybe is there's definitely some, a bad word. Maybe there's some history that I don't know. You know, I don't know. That, well, they definitely used fair. it in Mexico as like a. You know, I mean, speaking of like uh, preferring whiteness, Mexico is a great case of that. Yeah. Right. Like, although rich Mexicans are basically white, right. you know. Well, whereas it's like the more indigenous or right, not well right. off. I think I don't know if I ever mentioned Spanish this. On the, I don't know if I ever mentioned that. this on the podcast, but when the Spaniards were conquering Mexico, um, they legitimately thought they were going to create the master race. It was hmm. like Nazism. Like, they really thought that they would have like, okay, well, let's have the intelligence and the sophistication of the white Spaniard mixed yeah. with the fucking murder machine, bloodthirsty savages. <laughs> The of Aztec. the Mexican people. Yeah, yeah. When they were like watching them just like sacrifice virgins to Panthers and stuff, they're like, this is pretty cool. You, yeah, just, the you just teach them a little bit brutal. of math and we got a fucking, we got something going on here. You know? hmm. Yeah, the Spanish uh, pure bloodlines. Well, isn't that like the most awful inbred person royalty of all time? Wasn't he Spanish? <laughs> the guy who, when he uh, died, mean, they're like the, the corner the drooling, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the drooling. The corner was like, his heart was a lump of coal. That is what it started to look like. <laughs> it, it looked like someone had formed a cow patty into a ball. And that was, 
uh, and yeah. thrown it at a wall. Um, oh, and yeah. also real quick, before anyone out there in the potty and starts calling for me to mayo side myself, I want to point out that I like spicy food. Therefore, I think I am exempt. Right. And are also, right. uh, yeah, not con- not continuing the gene pool. Yeah. So. And Which I'm not, I actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. so the line stops here. No more mayos, you know. I actually yeah. heard that. I, that's one of those things I've heard from, like, um, there's this, uh, there's like this Aesop's Tale, you know, where the line was yeah. growing old and feeble. Yeah, and, like good uh, proverbs, you mean? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, good proverbs. Or not, not that, that one. It was the one where, like, there's a bunch of animals and they're trying to decide what to do. And, like, the rabbits are like, yes, and we should have free food for everybody. And everyone's like, yeah. And, like, the antelope is like, yes, and we should be free to say, we should be safe to walk the streets. And, like, they're like, yeah. And the lion's like, those are all good ideas, but it lacks fangs and claws, you know? Where it's yeah. like, yeah, that's all fine. I'm not going to let you do it. You've got no. Yeah power to make these changes happen uh but i remember um it was like poc i I don't know it's hard to it's probably just like very very loud minority opinions that just get sort of plastered all over like antifa and blm and any of the fucking liberal ideologies and stuff like that but i remember reading this article about like i remember reading several articles on how to combat white supremacy yeah and it was like one of those things where like uh white people should stop having children because yeah. propagating the white race is a form of white supremacy. You are creating more little Hitlers every time two white people have sex. It's know? true. If white people didn't have sex, there never would have been a Hitler. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the other things was like talking about how like um, you know systemic racism uh, that accrued wealth within white families is because it is a product of the system that is racist in nature that like yeah. the fact that parents have money to give their kids statistically more in white families than like in black families is a form of white supremacy ergo we should get rid of inheritance for white families to like yeah equi- i mean obviously it's not like a that. form of white supremacy but i would definitely say it, it helps well it's a product and then a reinforcing yeah yeah, yeah. thing Feedback of white supremacy you know like at what, what point do we stop you know at what point do we like go in and take white people's homes and throw rocks at them and push them out into the street and take their farms and stuff you know, at what point do like we a re- rise up? Like a reverse that? Israel thing. Yeah, I was also thinking of um, uh, modern-day South Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good enough, you know. I mean, that's fine. I don't that's have cool. a problem with that. Yeah, I like that stuff, so. I actually do. Like, I'm, say, I'm not being ironic. I say bring on the Mayo side. I think that any white settlers in Africa, if they are getting massacred, I'm not going to really, like, care. Right. I just, I'm not. I don't know why, why I would. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't. Just I, leave. I, uh, um, yeah, you know, I, uh, yeah, no, totally, yeah. totally. I mean, I don't even know, because, like, I feel like we're at that part where, like, everything's on such a microscope. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, this is white supremacy, blah, 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 and taking homes and property and red line districts and blah, blah, blah. But then I also think of, like, black people sucker punching Asian women and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that's bad. Virus, and I'm like, that's also cool. You know, fuck it. Bring it all. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> Every form of violence is honestly okay with me. I don't. I don't care. So. Okay. Well, that's one take to have. That's our official stance. You know, I don't know. I don't know. We should. We should. I would love it if, like, um, you're the like, line uh, at the Tariq, like what? Like, uh, Candace Owens creates her own psychological thing on like on having blackness and how she's one of the oh, good no. ones. You know, and just like just put that out there. You oh, know, no. just the exact same fucking like make it the exact same paper. Be like, well, I noticed that uh, Deshaun over here has a fucking basketball, and it's like, oh no, you know, I can't stop. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it couldn't be much worse than her. Hitler should have just stayed in Germany and killed the Jews there. Thing, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is he got too greedy? Um, yeah. 
Yeah, let's do some profits. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, but uh, maybe yeah, I, since we clearly have not an ounce of wisdom betwixt us, maybe we can find some in the book of Proverbs. Yeah, watch out. Uh, uh, this is the Revelations podcast, by the way. Um, I'm Grant Voiced. and I'm Cole Deluski, and we're here to read the Bible so that you don't have to. And uh, this week is another reminder that you shouldn't. No, you know, I don't know. Stupid. I this is episode one thirty eight, by the way, right? Uh, sounds right. I think we'll so. go with that. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's getting better and better. I don't. I don't. Maybe they saved the best for last. Maybe they were gearing up for it. I, there's a lot more. So, like, when I see a proverb, if you want to call it that, I guess the verse, but I guess the verses yeah. are proverbs themselves. When I see one I like, I just circle it. And like last sure. episode, a lot of things circled. And this episode, also a lot of things circled. I was like, oh. whereas like the first two episodes, nothing. I was like, I don't give a yeah. shit about any of this, you know. That's uh, fair. There's nothing um, to talk about, but I'll agree that it's getting better, but with a caveat that for it to cross the threshold of I would read this voluntarily, not because of a stupid fucking podcast. Yeah. It's not even getting close to that. Uh, yeah, and it's not like um, it's still not maybe. Maybe that's the point. I don't know. I, I compare it to like Aesop's Fables, you know. Sure. Where it's like, oh, it's it's something that makes you think, or it says it in yeah, a but those are fun. Way. Those are fun. And yeah. I would say that this is more like, and maybe that's the direction we talked about this. That it's meant to be a layman sort of manual, uh, a, yeah. a way to live your life. If, if I was like reading a manual on how to like disassemble my lawnmower, I wouldn't like just see like an exploded view of the engine, and it'd be like, just as a man walks along the beach, so should the starfish. Kind of like, ah, yeah, doesn't you know? That's fine. I understand. But like, yes, and righty tidy is a here's the thing though. God, I'm like, ah, I, I, I need actually specific. Here's something that I want to think about or talk about, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe I need to dig into Google a little bit for this and we can talk about it later. But I don't think that average man got to read this shit. Well, I don't know that it's meant for the average man, but I mean, in the sense that if it was just for the priest to like tell the normal people, then it still it still would need to be. It's like a Catholic Bible. Like they're not allowed to read it. Yeah. But I mean, I think this is more. Yeah. Anyway, the point is- which begs which begs the question of like why does it have to be so repetitive? I guess is what I'm getting at. Like, you know, you could have said everything once. You could have maybe split them up by subject. There's so many ways you could have done this just better. I, I think it would be funny is like whenever you're like dabbing on somebody on like social media or whatever, and you want to find like a proverb that like just yeah. puts them in their place. Just post all the proverbs that say the exact same thing. Like someone's like, yeah, we'll tell that bitch what's up. And then they just get like a comment with 17 proverbs and like, what's one? This one It's like a liar lies and a treat. Like, okay. And then they go to the next one. They're like a liar lies. And he's like, shit. I really wanted to these? hammer this one home. Yeah, but um, so I mean, there's I mostly know. just most of them are just about not hanging out with like I, loose women. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's important. Let's, anytime that a woman posts any amount of cleavage, let's give her every proverb about <laughs> about being a whore. about women. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't even think I would use it because the women showing the cleavage—that's just what whores do. Uh, I want I want to do one for like the thirsty simp's in the comment section. Oh, sure, like, sure. Oh, Bella Delphine, I would fucking lick your toes. I'm like, you watch out, bro. And they're all. Yeah, they're probably all trad guys, too. They're like, do yeah. take the Bible seriously. Yeah, I'm like, dude, those fucking feet lead down to doom. <laughs> That's true. You they will crush you. Out. They will not just crush you and your balls, but also, you know, yeah. your soul. You gotta watch out for that. Uh, Okay, so yeah, we're, we're talking about more Proverbs today. It kind of takes a different tack, which is going to be fun, starting in 
uh, this chapter we're starting with, uh, 22 to be specific. Um, and it becomes, I don't know, a little bit more purposeful, I guess is, would be a word. Uh, I'm not sure what would you, you say? What do you mean or sayings, the 30 sayings. It gets, it gets very, uh, direct, I guess, because it kind of is rambling for the most part, right? It's just been doing one little, uh, sonnet after another, you know, uh, if you, you know, for instance, in the last chapter that we read, a false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify su- successfully. Are you saying it's just the getting sacrifice- more long form? Well, yeah. Well, it gets to these sayings that it's like, I feel like this is kind of the reduce. It's not saying anything new, mm-hmm. but it they don't seem repetitive. They seem like if you could just have one part of Proverbs, you could probably get away with just these 30 sayings, right? Right. I guess I it kind of reminds me of like South Park when it started or any of those other shows, you know, uh-huh. where every episode is just kind of it's, its own unique self-contained thing you know yeah. where every where every psalm prior every proverb sorry every proverb prior was just kind of its own thing and then now we're starting to get to those later seasons where they're like oh yeah and then we're going to reference this later this one's going to be this proverb is going to be three verses long and this one's going to be four verses long and, and sure. these four are going to be connected or whatever i don't know it, it does seem like a slight maybe indicative of a new writer or something or someone who had yeah. a more um prose experience i don't know I, I don't or like know. or like solomon's uh like coke supplier left town for a while or something he moved from coke to just coffee and he's like yes yeah, yeah you know he's just been snorting adderall for the last week and he's like all right i gotta move to something a little more mellow <laughs> um but anyway yeah so let's let's get into it uh uh chapter 22 um and i'm just gonna read the first first a good yeah, first name first is great is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor, rather than silver and gold. Hmm. So know. basically, uh, reputation is better than money. Cool. Yeah, sure. I guess. There's a lot of stuff where I'm like, sure, sure. Uh, the next verse is kind of cute. The rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is maker of them all. And yeah. we're all going to die. So it could have said that, too. Yeah, I think yeah. that would have been all, actually... We're all equal in death. That's what he told Job. Yeah. Um. The... Samuel Colt has made us all equal, has he not? Yes. In the words eyes. Yes. Man, um, woman, child, school teacher, <laughs> all, all the same. Um, even Adam, even that dorky ass Adam Lanza again. I don't. <laughs> um, one of the things, I, and this is kind of going to be maybe a recurring theme, is I feel like the Bible kind of toes a tightrope on how it feels about being rich or poor. Yeah, because we're going to get to something in just a little bit that sort of flips it, right? Yeah, I mean, because this one's like, yeah, rich. My point is that it doesn't really seem to, like, want to make a decision one way or the other, whether or not it's good to be rich or poor. And maybe those things maybe those things are neutral. Like, I consider being rich and poor kind of neutral. Like, I don't think one makes you evil and one makes you good or, or that there's virtue in being fucking rich or that there's some kind of Well, that's kind of how Republicans person, are, but, right? Yeah. Like, Republicans love Trump because he's rich. They hate, uh, you know, George Soros because he's rich and some other reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, some for some reason. But I mean, you know, they, that's how they are. Like they, they do admire Trump, but they kind of like hate rich. You know, there's like this, like oh, Hollywood rich and elites and all these, oh, these basketball yeah. players shouldn't get so much money and da 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 da. Jeff they hate Bezos owns a newspaper. He's the media. Yeah. We can't trust him. Tell me more, Tucker Carlson. Yeah, exactly. They love rich people. They hate rich people. Um, it's. It just boils down to what they're doing with their money, which I think is kind of the point that the Bible is making too, right? Like you can be rich and good. You can be rich and bad. You can be poor and good, um, kind of. Although if yeah. you're poor, 
does make me wonder. Yeah, it because, does bounce around because we go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say twenty-two verse four. Humility is the fear of the Lord. And what are the uh, what are the gifts you get from humility? You get riches, you get honor, and you get life. Again, incredibly anti-Job verse, which I'll stop saying now because I said it too many fucking times. Right. But it's saying, yeah, if you fear God, literally, if that's your goal, you fear God, means you're going to probably respect all of his his other things he tells you to do. You're going to be rich, people are going to like you, and you're going to live a long time. And, of course, that is fucking silly. Um, but whatever. Yeah, I guess. And we'll probably bounce around because there's a bunch like that. But uh, let's do the next one. Uh, 22-6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's a, that's Anytime a that my dad gets one. mad at me, you should yeah. post that verse at him. <laughs> like, this is your fucking fault, Rick. Yeah, like, hey, man, I'm sorry you don't like how it goes. This is, honestly, yeah. it's on your head. Maybe if you had trained up that fucking kiddo in the way he was supposed to go. Yeah. You want to be such a little asshole now. I would say that to my parents so many times when I was growing up. <laughs> Something like that. You know, my mom would be like, why the fuck are you like this? And I'm like, you made me. I don't know the you fuck. You literally made me. I'm sorry you don't like the results. But you are, this is your fucking handiwork. I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry that you put out a mediocre product. But that's how you Back to formula? <laughs> <laughs> my dad just comes with a fucking palm full of cum. He's like, we're going to have to start over. <laughs> <laughs> and then they fucked up even worse. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> they've got a, uh, yeah, this, this, this shit goes on. I don't have much else. In no, here my, obviously, for- obviously my Bible goes into deep. I've got a huge concordance on like, oh yes, if you, you, it is important. If you love your child, you'll correct them and, and raise them up so that they maintain the lessons you've given them into their old age or blah, 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 blah. Cool. 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 I mean, there's, yeah, there's obviously a, it is also, even though we're goofing on it, it is obviously a, kind of a common sense thing, right? Like, yeah, do don't fucking be a deadbeat parent, and it should help your kid. Not, I mean, statistically, at least, there's no guarantee. We're all individuals. Uh, I, I, I know we kind of personal like, here. I know we do kind of fucking make fun of problems in, in parts. I don't know that I've ever found anything I really disagree with. The one about like beating the shit out of your kid. I think which we're going to get to again. So. Yeah, 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 I think the science has kind of disproven that argument. You know, like uh, the idea yeah. of corporal punishment and violence on children as a way of uh, correcting behavior. Uh, I, I think that's kind of been debunked. Maybe if you take it more, ana- you know, analogous, like trying to be the yeah. parent that like corrects their child. Maybe not necessarily Still with a fucking. Di- stick. You can discipline without hitting yeah. someone, right? Yeah, Although the hit. Bible is very adamant that a rod must be involved. Yeah, the rod's um, great. Yeah, but, is, but it, I'm just you know. saying you can you can use that as a stand-in for like, you know, taking away maybe electronics or whatever the fuck it is that you're gonna do yeah. to help. I would use a, a dog color, but set to a low setting. My dad used to make me run laps around the yard. I hated it, but yeah, that was like <laughs> that's a, I think that's a pretty good form of punishment, right? Like it's good for you literally, and it sucks. So whatever. I don't even know. I would have to think about it. Probably something like chores. I don't know. The fact that you've repressed it says plenty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, it was all just like, it was all immediate. Like, I don't know. And I'm sure I deserved every ounce of it, but it was always yeah. my mom. And it was always vicious, vicious pain. And it would be Whatever something where was, like, I had enough. just, like I had just punched Barry with my knuckle out in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom fucking uppercutted me. And that was like, how it, you know, that was like, hey. it was only in defense of me almost trying to take out my old brother's eyeball. Sure. But, sure. Uh, you know, so I don't know. 
I don't know that that would have been a moment for a uh, a um, uh, a fable or some kind sure. of like a, a child book story. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You what just you would do. have hit her too. I'm sure. They all, so. <laughs> I can only hope that uh, if I have a kid, he doesn't inherit my form of ADHD. Inherits, you know, this is, but um, sure. Um, I I liked uh, verse thirteen because it took me a while to figure it out. Uh, unless you have something before that one. Uh, no, give it to me. Verse 13, the sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I'll be killed in the public square. That's it. Right? Yeah, That's I had no verse. idea what that means. There's I saw no that too. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. well, I, I got into it and I'm like, okay, what could this mean? Is is he lying about the lion? What? Why is he, a, what's the sluggard doing? So what Mike Concordance says that basically this is an example of a frivolous complaint that's stopping him from going out and doing his work. Listen, motherfucker, if there's a lion outside, that's not frivolous. <laughs> it will kill you. Yeah, it, it, it'd be like it'd be like the lazy man says it's a hurricane. I can't go to work, you know. Which I've been in that situation where uh, it, it's weird. Like when you're with like corporate, I guess when there's more to risk, n- no one's going to work in a hurricane. They're like, you know. Like, well, yeah, I pictured like a really rich dude being like, "Sorry, you're fired as my lawn servant because you yeah. didn't mow the lawn during this cat five or yeah, whatever." Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's loosely related. This is mostly a tangent, but um, I, I had a boss at a small Christian uh, company. One of the reasons why I just. My views is that he was not, there wasn't a worse person on the planet. He was really just a garbage human being. But uh, sure, he had a he has risen cross in the front yard of the building, so you know all's forgiven. But um, that was the only job where anyone ever was like, I was like, yeah, man, it's a hurricane. I don't think I'm coming in. He's like, you know, we all have our problems, and I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we all have a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, we all have a hurricane. That's the problem I'm dealing with. I'm not. I'm not coming in. He's like, well, we got these orders that got to go out. Who, who's oh going to tell God. the customer that like it's not going through? I was like, I'll do it. From home. Give me the list of phone numbers. I'll fucking call them here before the fucking, like, uh, wireless towers go down. <laughs> yeah, like, there's no one to deliver them. Yeah. They're not going to be at work to receive them. Like, there's no reason to do this. Well, Rodriguez is coming in. I was like, Rodriguez is poor. Like, no, no wonder he's... <laughs> I'm actually doing it for him as a fucking mercy. He's going to be there not working. That's my gift to him. Out of oh, whiteness. Geez. But, um... <laughs> nice. <laughs> But I don't know. Yeah, the, the lazy man says there's a lion outside. I shall be staring at the street. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's a fun verse. I would love, yeah. again, just like just like comment that on somebody. Like, what, you know, what is it? That is, it is good. That'd be a good back pocket I, one. Like, this is like whenever uh, this was probably used by some CEO when, you know, uh, it was found out that all his workers were, you know, mining asbestos or whatever. <laughs> he's, yeah. like, he's like, oh, there's a lion outside. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I remember, um, I don't know, this is another loose tangent, but I remember I was working in a movie theater. It was like my first real, real job, uh, uh-huh. and I got fired almost immediately. Uh, I don't know if you can hear that thunderstorm in the background. It's, it's Ooh, nice, yeah. Uh, but uh, I got is that fired. lion outside? <laughs> but um, <laughs> so the guy uh, says, hey, man, I need you to like count these pickles. So I'm like moving <laughs> jars of pickles in the storeroom. And, like, as I bend down, my pants just split wide open. They were kind of like an old pair, and they'd gotten kind of tight. And I yeah. swear, and I'm not wearing underwear, so my fucking balls hit the goddamn tile. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh! <laughs> so I just leave. I just go to, I have, like, a spare pair of pants in the car, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I go and change into that. 
Uh, and I always had a spare pair of pants in my car. It's not a weird thing. I, I drove a Jeep and I didn't have a roof. So I oh, always yeah. had like a dry bag full of clothes in case it rained on me on the drive or whatever. So um, Smart. So I, I go to the parking lot and like change in the fucking pants. And I'm like trying to like cover up my fucking balls dangling around <laughs> as I like walk through the break room and shit. Um, but like, I come back like 15 minutes later and like my fucking boss is fuming, man. Like, where the fuck were you, man? I fucking like told you to clean up pickles. You can't even do that without disappearing. Spoiler alert, I used to disappear a lot on the job. Well, <laughs> okay, sure. so, so it didn't come out of nowhere. It didn't come out of nowhere, but I was like, hey, man, yeah. my fucking balls were out. <laughs> so I didn't last much longer than that, but that was like. Sure. Next you'll tell He's me like, there's yeah, a lion. You couldn't count pickles without getting your balls out. <laughs> <laughs> you like, no, you're, you're like, it's the smell of them. Just reminds me of something. I don't you know. Never, you never pop um, your seams dealing with some fucking girthy pickles? Uh, all three of these next verses are good, too. First off, uh, verse 14, the mouth of an adulterous woman is a deep pit. <laughs> <laughs> Does that uh, tell you, like... Yeah, um, but it says, yeah, a man, this is interesting, though. Then it says, a man who is under the Lord's wrath falls into it. So does that mean that if you're pissing off God, he, he like, throws hussies at you? Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, if you're an immoral man, blowjobs. You will God is fall gonna into the pit of a woman's mouth. I'm like, that's... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a deterrent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. All those, uh, I guess all those, like, uh, you know celebrities are pissing off God because the women are just flinging themselves at them. I know. Yeah. Uh, next verse, also fun. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child. That's true, right? Kids, folly, joy, right. curiosity, all these great things about children. Kids are, are bound fucking up in their heart. dumb, and we know it. But fortunately, there's a remedy. It says, but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. <laughs> How many Catholic priests do you think have like quoted that as they're <laughs> raping a child? I mean, most of them. I don't know. It makes me think of that Sandusky quote, uh, Jerry Sandusky, when uh, they were interviewing him on ESPN for some fucking. Remember that whole Bob Costas? Um, yeah, yeah, it really went where, at him. Yeah, where he was like, "Yeah," he's like, "Do you want him to just call in?" I was like, "Well, I don't know if I want someone with a active criminal investigation calling into a television show, but fuck it, you're the lawyer. Let's bring him on. You know? um, you're his lawyer, actually, so let's do it. But uh, what, the, the thing that really fucking like, rattled me, I think about it all the time, was uh, they're like, so like, are you attracted to kids? And Jerry Sunday's like, am I attracted to kids? Am I attracted to kids? Well, uh, I'm attracted to their energy. You know, their kind of youthful <laughs> Dude, innocence. They're just that. like, oh, Jerry. The answer's see- no. If their parents had driven that youthful energy out of them with a rod, it yeah. wouldn't have been there for Jerry to fall in love and fuck. Yeah. And then also give them the rod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Jesus. other rod. Ugh. Horrific. Um, and then the, the last verse before we get into the 30 sayings I mentioned earlier is kind of a mega pastor verse. I'm sure they love this one. One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and one who gives gifts to the rich both come to poverty, right? That seems like it's, I mean, every mega pastor, that is a fucking bullet to the head. Uh, that's a, <laughs> it, it is obviously like the, you know, scam artists, uh, snake oil salesmen, mega pastors are yeah. in that, you know. Um, yeah, but I, they're actually rich. I feel like most scam artists are like, you know, stringing by, 
This, uh, I mean, like I think of like MLMs. Okay, sure, and sure, like, sure. Like, um, you know, maybe not your typical con artist who's trying to get like insurance documents for like, from like old ladies. But like, you need quadruple life insurance. You could die any minute. Um, but just in saying that they have those, you know, they have those like uh, PSAs they put out. Like, I need a private jet. I can't keep just flying in first class like a peasant, right? Because that's how I pray better. Okay, so obviously you're rich. Uh-huh. If we're talking about getting a private jet. And people that give you money are idiots and deserve to be poor. Like, that's right. in the Bible. I just, that one, it's such an, obviously, you know, they'll have like, well, it's not for me, it's for God or some fucking. Well, maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's like, um, that, like, hey, don't get drunk and fall down an alleyway unless you want to get raped. And then there's yeah. another verse like, hey, also, don't creep around dark alleyways looking to rape people. You know, like, yeah, like you're going to want both. Yeah. Like, this one's like, hey, don't abuse poor people. And take their money to enrich your coffers. And then there's yeah. another verse later that's like, hey, man, don't just be giving away your fucking money if you don't have any money. Like, you know, slap both yeah. hands. Well, I mean, this is kind of both in the same verse. It yeah. has both. Well, yeah. It says, uh, yeah, don't oppress right. the poor, yeah. but don't give to the rich. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 like talking to both sides of the but, but also kind of that whole argument of like, hey, you know, being rich is good. Being poor is bad. You know. Yeah, because it's not condemning being rich. It's just saying don't do it the bad guy way. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So with that covered, more of basically the same, we're getting into what is now called the 30 sayings of the wise. The funniest thing about it, so they're, they're, they're listed out and they're going to last a few chapters. They're listed saying one, saying two, saying three as they go through. Um, the funniest thing to me is that the first saying isn't a saying. It's just like an intro, right? Is that the saying? I mean, is that one of the 30? I didn't even know. It says saying one, pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, uh, blah, blah, blah. Have I not written 30 sayings for you? Well, no, technically you've only written 29 because this does not count, brother. Yeah. You know, God. I guess though you could say first saying it's like the first rule of fight club type thing. You know, I guess. I don't know. I, I didn't even think anything of it, you know, uh, I guess the word I didn't dictionary even, I didn't even is in realize, the I didn't even like pr- apply any sort of, you know, my, my Bible has a little like uh, cutout like sayings of the wise, but it doesn't say it, it doesn't have any designation or number them or anything. It's just like oh hey, really? It, like, it, my Bible, me, my Bible numbers them. To me, it seems seamless. I I, I, I have no demarcations. You know, that's weird. You because know? like seventeen through twenty one is the first saying. 22 really? and 23 is the second. 24 and 25 is the third. It goes on, so oh, on, so I on. Know. I mean, they're not... And they last all the way through, halfway through chapter 24. Hmm. Uh, That's funny that yours doesn't have that. Yeah, 22, 22. Do not rob the poor because he is poor, nor oppress the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and plunder the soul of those who plunder them. <laughs> I've got, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've actually got a Look. quote from myself. Okay. Number 24. Make no... No, 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 no. Before... Stop, stop. <laughs> Before we do that, I know what you're going to do, and ha, ha, ha. I already made a note that Cole's going to make a joke here. <laughs> I want to talk about 23 first. All right. Um, it's pretty fucking hilarious that it says, do not exploit the poor because the Lord is going to take up their case. Give me hmm. one fucking example of the poor winning a court case. It's never happened. <laughs> no, That's literally not how it works. Yeah. Not then, not now. Sorry, you, you the just, poor are trod upon. You just run up the clock and you charge them exorbitant parking fees. And then you're like, sorry, you're going to have to meet in November. And you're like, I had to take time off work for this. And you're like, so? The, do not exploit the poor. The poor. What the fuck? That's who gets exploited. 
That's who has always been exploited. It's well, just silly that it's like God is going to defend them. No, he's not. <laughs> I guess. He it, didn't I win. guess if you read the Bible from the point of view that there is no God, you would have that opinion. But I guess these these idiots probably think it's true. But he's not. When did he ever fucking do that? The poor people just get shit on every day, <sighs> day in and day out. There's not an example <laughs> well, of that not happening. If we look to the Bible, Ruth is an example of a poor person being uh, lifted up by God. No, because an old man wanted to fuck her. That is it. Yeah. She was literally exploited. No, no, no. She, she's got yes, a house. She was. She's good now. The, 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 oh, yeah. To- that's, that's, not totally. a, that's not a bug. That's a feature. The old guy in <laughs> her is, is a sign of how good she's got it, you know? Imagine if there was an ugly Ruth. What would have happened to her? Tell me. <laughs> Fair point. Thank you. Uh, I'm not even going to okay, do my joke. You fucked it. No, no, you do fucked your it. Do cringe joke. Why, why, you know, you could have just let me have it. You last I'm letting you have it right I'm going to say it right now. Take your best shot. Listen up, audience. Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man, do not go, lest you learn his ways and set a snare for your soul. I like to think. Oh, God. First off, that we're both angry men, for the most part. But I also like to think that we've in direct contrast to this verse, that we have helped each other be less angry men. Right. Well, I was never angry at all until I met oh, you. And now you. I do anger as a satire. Like, I just throw <laughs> things at children. And Missy's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm making fun of Grant. She's like, he can't. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> You're one of the angriest people I know. I just smash my fucking cupboards. I say, Missy, come see this. Come look. Whoa. Hey. Uh, listen. It's like SNL up in the bitch. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, here, here's one. Okay. Do not be one of those who shakes hands in a pledge. One of those who is surety for depths. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take away your bed from under you? Okay. Don't co-sign on debts if you ain't got the fucking money. They will, they will literally take your bed while you're asleep like a fucking Looney Tune cartoon. Right. Um... Saying five is funny because I was here. I was talking about how the sayings aren't repetitive. That's not actually true. They're super repetitive. Saying five says, do not move an ancient boundary stone set up by your ancestors. That's all it says. Um, at first, I was like, what is this? Like some haunting shit? Like you're going to get haunted if you do it. <laughs> but then I realized, no, it probably just means like don't move a boundary stone to make it look like you have more land. You know, it's like yeah. moving a fence post or something. Um, but it's going to keep hitting that one over and over again, of course. In fact, saying 11, which is down in chapter 23, do not move an ancient boundary stone or encroach on the fields of the father. Okay. Yeah, we get it. Um, that's that's it for 22, right? You got anything else? No. Moving on. Okay. So chapter 23, starting off with saying seven, right? So we're about a, a quarter of the way through these sayings now. Um, if you sit down to dine with a ruler, note well what is before you and put a knife to your throat if you're given to gluttony. He's basically saying, this is funny. Uh, he's saying, if you sit down with the king, you fucking pay attention. You don't eat too much food, all right? All right. Just because you see a bunch of food doesn't mean you got to eat it, you fucking little hogs. It's weird because <laughs> it's weird because like this is one of those things where it's like it's coming from Solomon, so it, it feels like it's one of those things that like must be like a per- like. There's probably someone reading the book, be like, hmm, he's talking oh, about me. He's talking yeah. about the time that I went to the king's presence and he was like, he was there to talk about land boundaries and condo acquisition and shit and um i was like hey what's up and he's like yeah i have this and i was like "Ooh, that's a good fucking suit i'm just sitting there slurping away and he's like no but I, are you listening are you paying attention he's like yeah, yeah i'm just 
<laughs> fucking hungry. He's like, I'm going to fucking write about this shit. Fatty Jones shit. turns to his wife. He's like, do you think this is about me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, saying eight is, is actually kind of poignant. It's nice. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. Cast but a glance at riches and they're gone, right? Uh, that Basically, that worldly goods are vapid, right? That they're going to fucking... They can disappear on a whim. Don't get too obsessed with it. Even though it does tell us not to be a sluggard. So find that happy uh, middle. Yeah, thing. again, yeah, yeah. It's fair. It's, it's a fair. Fine. Like, hey, don't work yourself to death. Don't be an asshole who charges after money as if that's your only goal in life. And then, you know. Uh, but yeah, because your money. Time, it says your money will literally sprout wings and fly into the sky like an eagle. That part I don't know. If that's true, but that would be cool to see. Right. Just like a bunch of dollar bills flying away. Um, the next one's like really specific, and also I don't. It, it's like it's it's like okay, I guess this is true, but what the fuck? Yeah. Um, it's like yeah, do not eat the bread of a miser. No, desire his delicacies, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. Yeah. Basically cool. saying, like, if you go to, a, like, a dinner party that's being hosted by a guy who's an asshole, and he's like, yeah, hey, eat all my fucking food, drink all my beer, have fun. But he's not into that shit, and he's just thinking, and the whole time you're eating there, he's just thinking about how much money he spent to pay for this fucking meal that you're eating. You know, yeah. you're not going to have It says you're going to vomit it up. I don't know why it says that, but I if guess. you eat his food, you're going to throw up, and anything nice you say to him will be wasted. Okay. I don't I know. But why is that guy throwing a house why? party anyway? Yeah. Yeah, who cares? This sounds stupid. No, eat his fucking food, all yeah. right? If someone's a little a little bastard, stingy motherfucker, but somehow you get invited to a party at their house, eat the fucking food. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. Yeah. I and you know what? Be super nice to him. Be so nice to him that, that he hates it, that he just knows that you're actually being nice <laughs> to be a dick. Uh, you'll be like, more wine, more boo, more food. Thanks, bro. You're the fucking best. I can't believe you're paying for all this. You're so fucking nice. Saying three may have been for Cole, but saying ten is spoken directly to me. It says, uh, do not speak to fools, for they will scorn your prudent words. Hmm. <laughs> well, if I listen to the Bible, this podcast will be over right now. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Zing. I got your ass. Yeah. This is, good. This, is good. this is good use of the Bible. This is how they intended it. Just uh, kidding each other. Number, I don't. Uh, I don't have a lot more notes in this chapter. Until I, was gonna seven, do, I don't know. I don't, again, I don't have any numbers that designate this. I'm just going to go off the first number. What verse? I'll tell you what saying it is. Uh, verse thirteen. That is saying thirteen. Actually, oh, nice. Do not withhold correction from a child, for if you <laughs> beat him with a rod, he will not die. You shall beat him <laughs> with a rod and deliver his soul from hell. I mean, that's the idea of, like, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, I guess, right? Yes. I, I'm not sort confident of. that if you beat him with a rod, he won't die. I've, I, I have seen quite, <laughs> honestly, Google it. A lot of kids getting beaten to death. It's, uh, you know. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> good good Christian men following the Proverbs of Solomon. But. <laughs> Do not withhold brandishing a weapon at your child. <laughs> Great. Uh, and I like to think all of this sayings about being children also applies to women, right? Is that kind of subtext? Probably. I don't know. I feel like um, I haven't really seen anything about beating women in this Bible yet. Uh, I mean, kids, yeah. I understand, because you can, like, uh, very They can't even talk. Them. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. But, uh, and they're, I mean, I'm like, women are technically your property, but, like, you also, I mean, if women are your property, then the kids you made are definitely your fucking property. Well, I would say on on the contrary, 
a son technically ranks higher than a wife, right? Uh, I that's think a, legally, yeah. It may be a little man, but it's still a man. <laughs> you got to give him his respect. I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen anything that claims that it's okay to hit a woman. It definitely talks about how fucking awful it is to be with a a bitch. Yeah. But it, I, I haven't really heard it say anything about how to correct that behavior or what to do about it. I feel it. like there's an implication that you can beat that out of somebody. Mm, maybe. I mean, definitely, it definitely makes the argument the that you verse. can correct behavior with physical violence. Yeah, and that isn't even talking about children. It's just saying you can beat the dumb out of people. So if your wife is being dumb... If she's being a fucking fool. If she's being a, if she's being a constant, dripping, leaky roof... Yeah, she's trying to then vote. It's, you got to take a hammer and hills to that roof. She wants um, to hang out with her friends, and you told her no because you don't like her friends. <laughs> Mostly just because uh, they poison her mind with things like she's worth it, worthwhile and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, gotta stop. All right, <clears throat> verse twenty-two. I like. It's another example of how imbalanced it is towards the treatment of fathers and mothers, men and women. It says, "Listen to your father." Who gave you life? And also, by the way, do not hate your mother when she's old. So the bar for the father is to obey them. The bar for mother is to simply not hate her. Yeah, I wonder what that's. You don't have about. to listen to her. Is that a lot? Is that a big deal? I mean, like, like a bunch of people, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I fucking hate my mom. Like, why? She barely Everyone exists. Hates old moms. Yeah, like, yeah, old do. women. Yeah. I mean, what good are they? Yeah, once they stop Name being one attractive, thing. yeah. They can't cook. They can't fucking, you know, they're feeble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even... those things. I, I, and I don't know. I'd have to talk to the NYPD, but I'm not even sure what good they are to even be raped. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, so that's all for Chapter 23, unless you have something I don't. Um, yeah. Uh, another verse about how uh, harlots are a deep pit and seductress will get fucking get you, blah, blah, blah. What verse is that? Uh, 27 and 28. Oh, okay. But, uh, that's not even the uh, the importance one. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long at the wine... Those who go in search of mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. At the last, it bites like a serpent. This motherfucker is a drunk. (laughs) And stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things, and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, or one who lies at the top of the mast, saying, They have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake that I may seek another drink? Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> it, 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 I, I like it. it. It's such a weird sort of like... When I think of like a modern alcoholic and like the like the other absolute other booze hounds, I feel like Solomon has completely captured it. Like the guy yeah. waking up with like weird bruises, like the fuck, man, what happened? Like, yeah, you were fucking upside down in a wheelbarrow. You fell from the second story. Like, you're a fucking mess. You know? Fifth fifth story, even. I've I've definitely like woken up in the tub, covered yeah. in vomit. You know, my yeah. wife is like, yeah, you were an ass last night. You lit the yard on fire, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> No, I definitely woke up like that today. It was that mixed wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
that's it for 23. Yeah, that's the last verse of 23, huh? Yeah. Uh, 24. We're on saying 20 now. We're wrapping them up. We're going to finish up the, the 30, 30 sayings here in chapter 24. I like saying 21, which starts at verse 3. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. It reminds me of that guy who was like famous for a little bit for what an idiot he was. The YouTube guy who would like brag about having Lamborghinis and stuff. And he's like, I got a library in my garage with my Lamborghinis. It just sounds like that guy. It's like full of books he hasn't read. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They smell nice, though. They do. Um, I don't know. Uh, there, there's a few other, um, you know, some basic ones. He who plots to do evil will be called a schemer. The devising no of foolishness is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination of men. Uh, that one's so eclectic. That's so. You just read one saying. That's saying twenty four. Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't really have a. You know, it's talking about people who scheme. It's talking about people who plot evil. It's talking about people who are mockers. There's not just like a, I don't know. It felt like it lost the plot a little bit. You know. Um, I guess. I mean, I think... A lot of them do, though. I'm willing to bet if we actually talk to, like, a legitimate pastor or someone who tries to sell this shit, that yeah, there would be an argument molested. that all these things are kind of... I don't but know. But they don't know. They all, well, they all tie that shit together. My, my point is, like, when we were reading Leviticus and we were reading Numbers and we were talking about, like, the laws and, like, the directions to the Jewish people, the the sort of argument was made like yeah what this really is is it is explaining the character of god these are the things that are important to him these are his opinions this is what he thinks about it. if you were to ask god an ama hey what do you think about schemers he'd be like oh yeah this is what i fucking think about schemers. they're awful yeah uh, and since they're wisdom schemes yeah and then since wisdom like in proverbs is tied to the fear of god and they are essentially one and the same that in essence like these things are like telling you like, yeah, this is what's important to God. I'm not telling you like to do this. I'm saying this is what God likes, you know? So dumb. I mean, I guess it's all part of that same, you know, it's like when you have like chunky peanut butter, you know, it's all quote unquote peanut butter. The general vibe is the taste of peanuts, but every now and then you get verse like this where it's like, yeah, that peanut kind of slipped through. That's just plain peanut. It's not peanut butter. It is peanut tastes like peanut. But it's yeah. It doesn't really. It's not really homogenous with the rest. Fair enough. Um, saying twenty five. If you falter in a time of trouble, you're a little bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what it says. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> it mine says if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Damn. I feel like I'm talking to a woman right now. Um, <laughs> just being belittled. Is there anything usual. about like, oh, you're always fucking hot? <laughs> <laughs> um, do not lurk like a thief near the house of righteousness. Do not plunder their dwelling place. Okay, but is there a place that you can lurk like a thief? No. So I'd say that. Um, the righteous fall a bunch, but they keep getting back up. The wicked stumble. So basically, again, you know. Hard times make, uh, you know, if you're able to be a good, strong person in hard times, that's a good thing. That's fair. I don't I know. Guess. I don't know how important it is. I'm jumping into something else in my mind here. I, that's fine. I just Jumper. I mean, this is getting that. This yeah. is getting stupid. We'll wrap it up here. Um, but 13, my son, eat honey because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to your taste. 
so shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found it, there is a prospect, and your hope will not be cut off. So, and the reason I bring this up is that, I don't know why, but there's a consistent theme of honey being fucking badass. And in this verse, it's like saying that, yeah, honey is like wisdom. It should taste fucking good, bro. Just get yourself a fucking handful. And then, like, later, there's going to be another verse. It's like, hey, man, don't eat too much honey. That'll make you puke. It's and like, it doesn't okay. even mention the bees. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe they yeah. master that. I think, I think the Egyptians, because the Egyptians were masters of mead making, I think they were some of the first... Um, Apiists? Apists? Well, yeah, apists. <laughs> yeah. I think they used uh, hollowed-out tree trunks and harvested bees there. And it wasn't until the dutch invented skeps that they were able to like create like baskets maybe the egyptians used baskets. i don't know but they egyptians had mastered beekeeping to some degree nice so they, so they learned it while they were being slaves <laughs> probably in fact they were probably the ones that had to go out and fight the bees <laughs> yeah, probably like they fucking smash them with rocks and shit uh, yeah. that's how they there's did a it. few more sayings the final saying is saying 30 starting on verse 21 fear the lord and the king my son and do not join with rebellious officials for those who will send sudden destruction on them and who knows what calamities they can bring. Uh, for, or sorry, for those two will send sudden destruction on them. So, yeah, basically don't rebel against the king. Wow, what a coincidence that Solomon yeah. will be writing hey, that. Hey, man, just do what you're told and pay your taxes. This is yeah. this is from God. Totally. Wow, not me. I, some- I mean, I understand the appearance of a conflict of interest, but God <laughs> told me to write this down. Just tell um, the only other verse that I thought is funny and worth mentioning here in chapter 24 is verse 26. Uh, so it's constantly telling us to like respect our parents and be honest to them. And then it points out that an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. This guy wants to kiss his fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's got what him. I got from it, at least. I got him. I, I'm trying to remember because like, um, Solomon was a boy king, wasn't he? I don't know. That Whenever whole David thing died, I like guess. I remember the, the story was like David was so old, blind, and feeble that he, and was he had that sleeping like, with that lady. He was sleeping with that naked like nurse, like hospice yeah. nurse, probably a twelve year old. And there was nurse, that yeah. uh, there was that scene where, um, or maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I, I know there was the one where it was like an older lady was like, "I'm making my son be the king," or she made herself the king. Remember, because she killed all the other children. And then made herself. Yeah, that was and then like that was way after David. Right, Solomon was that the was, one where he was like fighting with his brothers and like. That was Ahab's wife. Did that? Oh right. Okay, that sounds about right. Solomon is the one who Absalom led the rebellion and fucked David's uh, mistresses. He was the fucking boss. I miss Absalom yeah, a lot Absalom's when I think about it. Probably wouldn't. I want to read Solomon's to destruction. Or sorry, yeah, I want to read Absalom's book of Proverbs. I bet it kicks ass. <laughs> It's all about how to like wait in bushes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do be like a thief outside the temple. It rocks. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Do anything? You have anything else from twenty four? Should we wrap it up there? Um. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause, for you would deceive with your lips. Do not say, "I will do to him just as he has done to me." I will render to the man according to his work. Uh, I don't know, because it's like saying, like, yeah, don't be a false witness to your neighbor because he's not done anything to you. And then it's like, yeah, but the argument is like, yeah, don't be the kind of guy that's like, you know what? I'm going to fuck him the way he fucked me. I'm like, well, that doesn't really sound like 
You're a false witness without cause. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't really understand that one. 29. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I guess that it's saying, you know, let sleeping dog, you know, let it go. In the words of uh, that one Disney movie. Yeah, you got it. Um, <laughs> all right, last one. I'm going to just read 30 on and finish up. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And there it was, all overgrown with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles. Its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked on it and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. Um, do you ever like uh, go on our anti-work? No. Like kind of like legitimate. I don't even know what the fuck they are. I, I would almost call them communists, but communists have to go to a job too. Like everyone has to work. Yeah. That's kind of the point. They just don't like the idea of having to do things. Yeah. Like it's an entire I philosophy. Go ahead. I feel that way a lot, but obviously <laughs> I don't like live my life about it. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't. I, there, there's an argument. I don't understand it. Uh, let, 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 let's just finish up and talk about it. But he basically, the, sure. This guy, Solomon's basically saying, frankly, like, hey, don't be a lazy piece of shit. If you're the kind of person that, like, rests and is devoid of work ethic and you're just fucking bored and you let your fields go to waste, then you're going to fall into poverty. Things are going to go wrong for you, you know? There's not going to be a daddy big bucks government to like come bail your ass out. Sure. Sure. But, um, yeah, I go in our anti work every now and then. I don't know why that sub's oddly popular, but it's like people complain, like, why do I have, you know, the fact that I have to work at a job to pay for food or I'll starve kind of means that I'm working under the threat of duress, under the threat of violence. Why is anyone just giving me food? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I get. It's I don't know. Wage, like, why? Why should I have slavery. to work? This is capitalist wage slavery. It's like, yeah, I don't know. We're fucking the animals. Is there any yeah. animal out in the world that just sits around waiting to be fed, other than my fat ass dog? Um, have you ever heard of an ant lion <laughs> or a penis flytrap? I guess which isn't I quite guess, an animal. I guess touche. I think those things that involve work, though. I mean, even just like waiting in the bushes to like hijack uh, travelers. That's still work. What about like uh those people could go rob a bank if they had any balls. Do you know who works the hardest and never gets to eat? Mm. Wiley Coyote. <laughs> I feel so sorry for that motherfucker. Did you see the new Space Jam trailer? Man. No, I didn't. He has it rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'd well, be so funny if you were a kid who actually did feel sorry for Wiley Coyote. <laughs> I you really should. It's not like I mean I, I don't know. You should feel sorry for Wiley Coyote, uh, but no, like I certainly don't like think you he's see a him. villain. He's just a guy who's trying to get his meal on him. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with eating a Roadrunner if you're a coyote. Clearly, yeah, nothing. Right. Wrong. Yeah. It's nature. Yeah. It would be funny yeah. if like just in like an effort to be woke, like Looney Tunes and Vince, like uh, like they just like like by the way, we're not going to do that cartoon anymore, and it's just a series of clips of Wiley Coyote becoming vegan. And he just like go to the store and get like soybeans and stuff. He's like eating tofu now. He's like, you know, this is actually better this for is the environment. Probably better than Roadrunner taste. Do you anyways. have any They're idea very... what my carbon footprint was on all these fucking rockets I was using to like chase after him? How much meat 
could really be on an animal that runs around at like 300 miles an hour all day? Uh, that's going to be very stringy. I, I don't think Roadrunners... First of all, I don't know if in real life coyotes legitimately try to chase Roadrunners. I think Roadrunners are faster than coyotes. Although, I mean, antelopes are kind of faster than uh, lions. That doesn't mean that lions yeah. don't prey on I've, antelopes. I definitely think a coyote wouldn't turn down a Roadrunner if it yeah. like found one asleep. Yeah. Or I think I think Roadrunners are kind of kind of meaty. They got like little fat, no. They got oh they got little like, fat tiny little bodies and like tight little legs. smaller than chickens though. Yeah, but it's a coyote's like a, not a big dog. Coyote's it's like a pigeon. Mm. With long legs, things eat pigeons. I bet a coyote would eat a fucking pigeon. This is. A good I bet I'd eat a pigeon if I was hungry enough. Oh. Uh, okay, okay. So, uh, is that it for today? Yeah, Are we gonna stop at chapter twenty four. We'll, we'll, like twenty five, kind of marks a yeah. Sort of a we'll, shift, we'll get into so. twenty. Hopefully, just maybe one or two more episodes. Maybe just one if we. Uh, I, I think it'll be well, shit. Uh, you're gonna be here next time. I think it'll be two episodes because we got to finish okay. this sort of thing, and then like I guess the last two the things other guys are kind of like their own. Yeah, the other king's proverbs that we'll cover. Okay, so that's going to be it for today. Uh, Hope you learned something. Hope you're a little bit smarter because of what we taught you. Um, If you want to send us an email, you can do that at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. I almost got Uh, Oh, no, you go. (laughs) Well, I I was just going to say I have some Chinese proverbs. Oh, yeah, do it. Which would have been happening around the same time. These fucking rock, so buckle up. Um. This is my favorite, I think. Oh, eggs, do not fight with rocks. Nice. <laughs> right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was, I, that actually is really good. If I ever saw, like, uh, I, I think about, like, all those, like, soy boy with their purple hair trying to fight the Proud Boys. I was like, I agree with you, but eggs should not fight with rocks. Yeah. Those rocks have, like, shields and, like, pipes. Um. To stop drinking, study a drunkard while you are sober. That's fucking hella good advice. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah, shit. It's easier to rule a nation than a child. Okay, that's a little exaggeration, but all right. And then my favorite one, I heard is good. I saw is better. Mm. Mmm. Mmm. The Chinese, dude. No wonder they are winning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, there was another one here. I'm not going to read it because I don't want to piss anyone off, but it's about, you know, how to make viruses in a lab. (laughs) 